Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, April 13th, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. Apple and Google are cooperating on a decentralized system to track the spread of COVID-19. The system uses Bluetooth Low Energy, or BLE, transmissions to send and receive a rotating number. If a user reports being diagnosed with COVID-19, alerts can be sent to any other phone that had been in range of the infected person's phone. Matches are conducted on device. The system does not store master lists on servers or share any identifying information. Android and iOS APIs will arrive in mid-May for use by health authorities' apps. The companies will also work on building the functionality into the OS itself, eliminating the need for a user to download an app to participate, as well as bringing battery life and privacy protection advantages. The entire system is opt-in, and Google and Apple will publish information about their work for independent review. Meanwhile, UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock confirmed that the National Health Service is developing a mobile app to warn users if they've recently been in contact with someone suspected of having COVID-19. Users would be able to self-report if they have believed to have an infection, sending a yellow alert to anyone recently in extended contact. If testing confirms the case, the app will send another alert signaling that users should go into quarantine. NHS will test a pre-release version with families at a secure location in the north of England next week. Apple launched a site that allows hospitals, healthcare providers, and businesses to register as a COVID-19 testing location. After reviewing the application, the site will be added to Apple Maps. Testing locations will include the name of the facility, healthcare provider, if it's a drive-up location, and if a doctor's referral is required. Google announced it's launching a dedicated site with COVID-19-related information in India, as well as changing search and YouTube results to prominently display information from authoritative sources and local information from the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare. Google also updated maps and search to show 1,500 food and night shelters useful to the millions of migrant wage workers heading home in light of the New Delhi COVID-19 lockdown. Amazon announced that as of April 13th, it will put new online grocery customers on a waiting list and limit hours at some Whole Foods locations to give more time to focus to online order fulfillment. The company also plans to set up a waiting list for delivery slots on a first-come, first-served basis. Amazon announced online order capacity has increased 60% during the COVID-19 outbreak. Verizon created Cord19, a coronavirus academic research search engine. Cord19 uses the open-source big data framework VESPA to combine text and structured search with semantic similarity using a machine learning model trained for searching scientific text. It pulls from the COVID-19 open research dataset and is updated weekly with peer-reviewed publications and archival services. IBM announced it will release a training course for the COBOL programming language this week, as well as set up a forum to match proficient programmers with organizations in need. The mood comes as several U.S. states use COBOL-based systems for unemployment processing and have struggled to find expertise to update the systems to meet demand caused by the COVID-19 lockdowns. Google announced it's further extending free access to some advanced Google Meet features from July 1st to last until September 30th. All G Suite and G Suite for Education customers can host meetings using Meet with up to 250 participants, live stream up to 100,000 people within a single domain, and save meeting recordings to Google Drive. Instagram announced Friday it's rolling out direct message access on the web to all users globally after testing the feature with a small group of users since January. The web layout includes an emoji keyboard and gallery view of photos and videos to resemble the mobile version of DMs. 
Users also report that Instagram is rolling out the ability to view live streams on the web with support for two-person streams and with comments in a separate pane from the video. The latest Windows 10 Insider build now supports drag-and-drop file transfers to supported Samsung Android phones over the same Wi-Fi network. File size is limited to 512 megabytes with 100 file limit per transfer, and phones must support Samsung's link to Windows 1.5. Cloudflare announced it plans to drop support for Google's reCAPTCHA bot detection service with plans to adopt hCAPTCHA from Intuition Machines. CEO Matthew Prince said the move was motivated by Google's plans to charge for reCAPTCHA, which would add substantial annual costs that would eventually be passed down to customers. And finally, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman and Debbie Wu report that the successors of the iPhone 11 Pro and Pro Max scheduled for the fall will feature a redesign with flat stainless steel edges and sharply rounded corners similar to the current design of the iPad Pro, as well as include a LiDAR camera and a reduced notch on the front, according to sources. Apple is also reportedly working on a lower-priced HomePod that's about half the size of the original, with a targeted release in the second half of 2020. Sources also say the rumored Apple tags for wireless tracking could be released in 2020 and be bundled with an Apple-designed leather sleeve and keychain to attach objects to. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.